As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Wait till they get a load of me. I'm Spartacus! I'm Spartacus! I'm Batman. I am the father. I am Optimus Prime. My name is Bob. James Bob. It's alive! It's alive! It's alive! You shall not pass! Here's Johnny! Some men just want to watch the world burn. I'm only human, Harry! Talking movies with Brian Lataki. And here we go. Here's Brian Lataki. You can do it! Hello, friends, and welcome to Talking Movies. I'm Brian Lataki, and today, well, you knew it was coming. I'm Vengeance. We become Vengeance with The Batman. Fear is a tool. When that light hits the sky, it's not just a call. It's a warning. I can take care of myself. If this continues, it won't be long before you've nothing left. I don't care what happens to me. It's only gonna get worse for you. Maybe we're not so different. Who are you under there? I'm vengeance. When the Riddler, a sadistic serial killer, begins murdering key political figures in Gotham, Batman is forced to investigate the city's hidden corruption and question his family's involvement. Written by the team of Peter Craig and Matt Reeves, and directed by Matt Reeves, the Batman stars Robert Battenson as Bruce Wayne, Zoe Kravitz as Selina Kyle, Jeffrey Wright as Lieutenant James Gordon, Colin Farrell as Oz, Paul Dano as the Riddler, and features John Turturro, Andy Serkis, Peter Sarsgaard, Barry Keegan, and more. A couple of years ago, it was announced that Ben Affleck was stepping down from his role as the Batman. Tell me, do you bleed? You will. And that the series would be getting a retooling, with Matt Reeves stepping in as the writer-director. Shortly after that, it was announced that the sparkly vampire Robert Pattinson was going to be cast as Bruce Wayne. The internet exploded, and everyone, as expected, turned on DC Films. At that time, I was cautiously optimistic. Pattinson hadn't done a ton of starring roles, but besides Twilight, he had shown that he's a really good actor. So when I walked into the theater this weekend, I was very excited. I had high hopes, which is a very dangerous thing walking into a movie like this. But Matt Reeves, Zoe Kravitz, and definitely Robert Pattinson met, exceeded, and ultimately smashed every single one of my expectations. Firstly, this movie is the most detective version of the Bat that we have seen. In fact, this is far more a neo-noir detective movie than it is a superhero movie. It's very dark, where lighting is key, and everyone is a suspect. It's paced extremely well with some necessary slow points, but then immediately hits warp speed. There's the action that you want, there's mystery, there's emotion, there's romance, followed by even more action. Even after 175 minutes, I was left wanting more. The acting was incredible from top to bottom, with everybody nailing their roles, especially Andy Serkis and Paul Dano. Zoe Kravitz is an absolute bombshell, and I cannot stress enough how great of a job Robert Pattinson did. If I had to make any complaints about this movie, the only thing that I can think of is that Robert Pattinson's hair looks a little too wiggy when it's dry. Now that said, it's only dry in 
one scene. So if after nearly three hours, the only complaint that I can come up with is that the lead actor's hair looks a little strange, that is a testament to the incredible film that is Matt Reeves' The Batman. I give The Batman an A+. It's warming up and the toques are coming off, so you better look good when you do. So go to the professionals and get it done right. The team at Swish Barbershop at 844 St. Mary's Road are ready to line you up and make you look your best. Walk-ins are welcome, or you can visit my barber by booking today at boybarbernick.com. I've just been handed an urgent news story. Let's get into movie news you can use, and let's start it off with a trailer for an upcoming project. The first trailer for David Leitch's upcoming film, Bullet Train, starring Brad Pitt, released its first trailer. Okay, what am I snatching and or grabbing? A briefcase. You said you wanted simple for your first job back. Doesn't get simpler. You stab me? We'll ruin your life the way you ruin mine. Dude, I don't even know you. There's nothing simple about this job. Something else going on here? Yeah, I'm not the only one on this train looking for this case. Evan, hmm. where's the briefcase? Oh, it's not shit. It was just a... We are right on schedule. Everything that's ever happened to you. This is gonna sting, bitch! Oh! Has led you here. Fate. That's a shit deal. Bullet Train will follow Pitt's Ladybug, Joey King's Prince, Ander Koji's Kimura, Aaron Taylor Johnson's Tangerine, Brian Tyree Henry's Lemon, Zazie Beat's Hornet, who are five assassins who venture aboard the titular Japanese Bullet Train. They're in pursuit of various targets, and as they begin their work, the five assassins come to learn that their assignments are interconnected, and they have to figure out a way to survive the trip. The film, which seems like a comedic version of John Wick, will hit theaters on July 15th of 2022. In casting news, Sony Pictures' Marvel movie Craven the Hunter has found a couple of new characters. Starting with its main villain, Alessandro Nivola, who will be playing an untitled role in the film, but has stated that he is playing the villain of the story. It was also announced that Ariana DeBose is also joining the project and will be playing Calypso, a voodoo priestess who uses magic potions and is the occasional partner and lover of Craven. Craven the Hunter will hit theaters on January 13th of 2023. It was also announced that Chris Hemsworth and Tom Burke are joining the upcoming Mad Max prequel Furiosa, joining Anya Taylor-Joy, who will be playing Furiosa in the film. Burke was brought in to replace Yahya Abdul-Mateen II, while Chris Hemsworth was brought on to play potentially the lead villain in the film. The rumor right now is that he will be playing a character called Dr. Dementis, and producer PJ Voten did share some details about the film a little more. He stated that the film will be more of a traditional three-act drama, and if people are expecting to see another chase movie, it's not going to be that. Furiosa is currently slated to hit theaters on May 24th of 2024. 
According to Deadline, comedian Bill Burr is set to perform triple duty on his latest project as he's set to write, direct, and star in Old Dads, an original comedy which will be produced by Miramax and All Things Comedy. The film will find Burr playing a middle-aged father with Bobby Cannavale and Bokeem Woodbine, also starring as his two best friends. After selling their company to a millennial, they find themselves out of step and behind the times as they hilariously struggle to navigate the changing world of culture, career, and fatherhood. Lorenzo Di Bonaventura and Mark Verdan, the team behind Transformers Rise of the Beasts, are producing a Houdini biopic about the legendary escape artist and illusionist Harry Houdini. The plot of the film is still under wraps, but according to Deadline, the story is set in the early 20th century and will have a Sherlock Holmes-type tone, treating Houdini as a human superhero-like figure. The project is still in early development, so no stars have been currently attached. Musician Jack Harlow has signed on to star in the upcoming reboot of 20th Century's White Men Can't Jump. The reboot will be a fresh take on Ron Shelton's 1992 sports comedy that starred Woody Harrelson, Wesley Snipes, and Rosie Perez. The film followed black and white basketball hustlers who joined forces to double their chances of winning money on the street courts and in a tournament. Harlow will step into the role that was previously played by Woody Harrelson, and according to reports, he scored the role after after his first ever screen audition. It was also announced that Joel Silver, Team Downey, and Amazon Studios are developing a series of feature film and television projects based on Donald E. Westlake's Parker novels, with the first project being a play dirty movie in which Robert Downey Jr. is set to star as Parker, a professional thief. According to the description, Parker is a craftsman. He's brutal, brilliant, and deadly. He's whatever it takes to get the money and get away clean. The character was first introduced in 1962's The Hunter from Pocket Book, and featured in 23 other titles from Westlake, who wrote the novels under the pseudonym Richard Stark. The Parker character has been the basis of multiple films, including 2013's Parker starring Jason Statham, Payback with Mel Gibson, and The Outfit with Robert Duvall. Deadline is also reporting that Warner Brothers is currently developing a sequel to I Am Legend. Not only that, but original star Will Smith is set to return and will be joined by Michael B. Jordan. Both actors will be producing the project alongside original screenwriter Akiva Goldsman, who is also penning the sequel script. In a recent sit-down with The Hollywood Reporter, 20th Century Studio President Steve Aspell dropped a brief update about a Planet of the Apes film. He said that they're expecting a draft very shortly and that they hope to go into production by the summer or early fall. Director Wes Ball has previously said that although the new Planet of the Apes movie will be charting its own course, it will still honor the original films, particularly the more recent trilogy of Rise of the Planet of the Apes, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, and War for the Planet of the Apes. In the land of streaming, Roku's Weird Al biopic is adding more talent to its cast. The Roku channel announced that Emmy, SAG, and Golden Globe-nominated actress Evan Rachel Wood Emmy-winning actress Julianne Nicholson, Emmy and SAG-nominated actor Rain Wilson, and multi-talented actor Toby Huss have all joined the cast of Weird, the Al Yankovic story. Yankovic himself, alongside Eric Appel, penned the screenplay for the film, which will star Daniel Radcliffe as Weird Al Yankovic. Evan Rachel Wood is playing Madonna in the biopic, where Yankovic parodied Madonna's Like a Virgin in 1985, creating Like a Surgeon with Madonna's approval. Rain Wilson will play legendary radio host Dr. Demento, while Toby Huss and Julianne Nicholson will play Yankovic's parents, Nick and Mary. A new Alien film is in development over at 20th Century Studios, set for the Hulu streaming service. This will be an original standalone feature set to be written and directed by Fetty Alvarez. Ridley Scott will produce the new Alien movie through his Scott Free banner. Plot details are currently being kept under wraps, but the Hollywood Reporter's sources are saying that Fetty Alvarez actually pitched a take for a new Alien movie to Ridley Scott years ago. Scott remembered the idea and called Alvarez last year to ask if he was still willing to make the movie. 
20th Century Studios president Steve Aspel said that they picked the project purely off the strength of Fetty's pitch and teased that it's just a really good story with a bunch of characters you haven't seen before. This new Alien movie is not the only Alien project in development for Hulu, as they're also working on a TV series set to be developed by Fargo creator Noah Hawley. The project is still in process and could debut on FX as early as 2023. Lindsay Lohan has signed a two-picture deal with Netflix. It was previously announced that Lohan would star in the holiday romantic comedy Falling for Christmas for Netflix, and now, according to Deadline, these additional two films will not include that project. Netflix's director of independent film, Christina Rogers, said in a statement, quote, We're so happy with our collaboration with Lindsay to date, and we're thrilled to continue our partnership with her. We look forward to bringing more of her films to our members around the world. In the upcoming project in Falling for Christmas, Lohan will play a newly engaged, spoiled hotel heiress who gets into a skiing accident and suffers from total amnesia. She then finds herself in the care of a handsome blue-collar lodge owner played by Cord Overstreet and his precocious daughter in the days leading up to Christmas. The film is currently expected to hit Netflix before Christmas of this year. Meanwhile, at Disney Plus, it was announced that Disney Plus will expand its offerings by introducing an ad-supported subscription in addition to its option without ads, beginning in the U.S. in late 2022, with plans to expand internationally in 2023. Kareem Daniel, chairman of Disney Media and Entertainment Distribution, said, quote, Expanding access to Disney Plus to a broader audience at a lower price point is a win for everyone, consumers, advertisers, and our storytellers. More consumers will be able to access our amazing content, advertisers will be able to reach a wider audience, and our storytellers will be able to share their incredible work with more fans and families. No price points have currently been set, but I'll keep you posted as this develops. Over at NBC, a pilot order has been given for a reboot of the classic sci-fi series Quantum Leap, and actor Raymond Lee will star as Dr. Ben Song, a spiritual successor to Dr. Sam Beckett, played by Scott Bakula. The reboot will be set in present day, nearly 30 years since Dr. Beckett stepped into the Quantum Leap Accelerator and vanished. A new team has been assembled to restart the project in the hopes of understanding the mysteries behind the machine and the man who created it. Over at HBO Max, director Matt Reeves has revealed that he's developing yet another Batman spin-off series for HBO Max. I'm vengeance. And it looks like it will be centered on Arkham Asylum. During an interview with the Toronto Sun, Reeves gave a number of updates on the upcoming Penguin series starring Colin Farrell, as well as Gotham PD, which will reportedly take place during Batman's first year as a vigilante crime fighter from the perspective of the GCPD. It should be pointed out at this time that Arkham Asylum has not been given a series pilot or straight-to-series order at this time. Reeves said, quote, We're doing this Penguin series, and one of the great things about that is Colin Farrell. He's like you've never seen him. He's so incredible, and he's a scene stealer. Along the way, we thought maybe we could do his character as a series. So I talked to HBO Max and showed them Colin in the movie, and spoke to them about what this could be, and they said, let's do it. So we're doing that, and we're doing another series that connects to Arkham. We are talking and thinking about the next movie, but to be honest with you at the moment, I really want the audience to connect with this. And I really believe they will, because I think Rob is an excellent Batman. And finally, we end on the news that we all wanted to hear. John DiMaggio has ended Bendergate and officially signed on to voice Bender in the upcoming Futurama revival. Who could do a thing like that? And by that, I mean this. In a statement, DiMaggio said, quote, I'm back, baby. So damn grateful for the love and support of fans and colleagues alike during this whole time. And I cannot wait to get back to work with my Futurama family. Bendergate is officially over, so put it back on the shelf behind Christmas decorations, or maybe in that kitchen drawer with all the other crap you put in there, like old unusable crazy glue, or maybe even put it in a jar you save your farts in. Another pointless day where I accomplish nothing. Whatever floats your boat, I don't care. You get the picture. I'm back, baby. Bite my shiny metal ass. 
That's it for this episode of Talking Movies. Follow me on social media at Talking Movies PC and download full-length episodes on all of your favorite podcast platforms. And as always, our scars can destroy us, even after the physical wounds have healed. But if we survive them, they can transform us. They can give us the power to endure and the strength to fight. <laughs>